Awesome. Having a yes. Sculpting. Doing a sculpting. Time. Making a sculpted piece. Commissioned piece. Wealthy. Benefactor. A patron. Sean Fanning. Sean Fanning. Mm-hmm. Who was the benefactor? The wealthy benefactor. I can't say. Okay. Okay. I'm not allowed to say. Can you tell me what you said? You sort of. There was a moment earlier where you kind of mumbled and like cupped your hand right. near the microphone. What were you saying then? Was I was that... reminding myself who it was. Let me just say, let me give a fake. Let's say it was commissioned by Commissioner Gordon, and that will be a very easy way to remember it. Well, and that'll actually draw in a lot of our fans who are um, the outcasts, the weirdos, the misfits, the people who enjoyed Batman. So he, you know, I usually work in... Um, Marble, clay. That's your wood. medium. Yeah, some, That's your medium wood. is those two. But he has requested something that has a little more give mm -hmm. that he can kind of like, Hug I guess, it. press on like and yeah. like and honk parts of it. Uh-huh. And make possibly carve out little uh, crevices. Yeah, scoop out little pieces. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And so I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what it could be. I use different sauces. I heat them up. I wait for them to cool down mm. until they have like the right something that doesn't just like completely fall apart that you like will stand there, but will also like leave a little indentation. Uh huh. Lost in the when sauce. you press it or honk it or whatever. Uh huh. Lost in the sauce. So ultimately, it ends up just getting too late, and I end up just having to. He shows up, and I end up just standing very still, like a uh -huh. statue. Well, and and to be fair, you have been sculpting your own body for years. You've been free, and it is actually my masterpiece. Mm -hmm. I know you uh, you freeze pieces of your body, mm -hmm. and kind of smish them smish them in with different mm -hmm. you know kitchen tools and stuff. And it actually has been looking, I think, really cool lately. Not traditionally sexy or whatever, whatever that means. Um, what does that mean? No, it's true. Like, why, you know, why are we so limited in our definition of like what's attractive when you have now sort of it looks like a fork on one side of your torso mm -hmm. and then on the other side, there's like a big bulbous kind of ladle shape. People say like, oh, you have a fork, like a fork you, you eat in a kitchen. No, my torso forks. Mm. Before the legs. Uh-huh. And I took the one less traveled. Right? And so yeah, he walks in. He does his... He honks around for like 15, 20 minutes. He said he would get bored, and he did. And then he walked out. Mm. And I got... um. I got my money. Hi! Welcome to Hi, Hollywood welcome Handbook, Hollywood an insider's, handbook guide an insider's Guide to... Kicking butt, dropping names, and finding love in the red carpet line back hallways of this industry we call showbiz and romance is it possibly the most special episode we've ever done mm -hmm. it's a valentine's day episode and valentine's day is all year long for these two and for us as well um, we want to introduce esther pavitsky mm -hmm. little esther has little a new esther. special has a new special out comedy mm -hmm. central presents esther's new special uh-huh Hot and for my name. Dave. She's hot for her own name. Oh, my <laughs> name gets me so 
fired up. Oh, I'm hot for my name. <laughs> oh, I well, want to no, hump my name. It's not like that. Hot. It's like I'm hot for my name. Save it for the special. Okay. <laughs> you can change it now. These things are all online. Just go in. Yes. Go into YouTube. Click the bar. Open the tab. Adjust. It'll be next to the top line. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you do that like for gray. me? No, because because I'm not allowed on that site. And you, you're not on mm-hmm. YouTube? What happened? Well, we're going to get into all of our relationships today. And obviously, my wife, Stephanie Graff, um, has uh, some restrictions on my web browsing now because of some of the uh, YouTube videos I was watching. I've had to do that, too. I was watching Dodgeball Fails, and uh, it was preventing me from doing my work. Your schoolwork? And we yes. want to say hi to Dave. Just really quick, we want to say hi to Dave. Nasty Dave DK. King. Ooh, the nasty man has entered the chat. What's and up? And he's been a guest DK? on the show too. They've both been a guest on the show, but never and they met together. in the green room. It's so crazy. It's so yes. fun to be a part of this. And thank you for referring to me by all of the monikers that I prefer to be known as um, <laughs> in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, but it's great nasty. to be here. Nasty, nasty, nasty man. The nasty DK. They're in love, and they talk, she talks about it in the special. <laughs> the special is out. Uh, Kevin, when does this get to air? Tuesday. We're moving this one up, huh? I, we have a lot in the bank. We are, we're sure we're going to move this one up. We, we haven't have even some, finished no yet. offense, bigger guests. And, and mm-hmm. two of those episodes went really well. Why would I be offended? That's a, such a compliment that the bigger guests are being pushed aside. I'm just saying, I'm saying maybe we don't decide now. Sure. Yeah. TBD. That's fine. Let's see what we get from these two. Because it, it's already aired. It aired Friday and it's going to stream on the Comedy Central app and it'll be in front of the paywall by August 2nd. So you guys are flexible when you can release. Most used app, Comedy Central app <laughs> for you in your life. When you think of an app, when you go open an app on your phone, you go like, well, OK, so in my mind, I'm looking at Comedy Central. Look, if you can crack the code to finding the app, you will be it will be your most used app when you rewatch Hot for My Name every night as you fall asleep because it puts you to bed. Sad. <laughs> I like to ask people like what you know the bar at the bottom of your iPhone that holds the like four apps that you always have on the screen. Mm, let me it's see. like oh wait, I wanna look at it. You don't know what I'm talking about? Or oh, did they get rid of this on the newer versions of the phone? Mine's off. Mine's a photo of some lady, and she's got a kid. What? Wait, this is my family. Oh, but okay. I guess like talk about your phone, Dave. I don't. I'm. I'm not sure. I want to anymore. I think this maybe went off the rails. (laughs) I think I have an old phone or something. Is it nasty? Yeah, Dave has a nasty phone. I have the iPhone Nasty Seven Plus, (laughs) and it has these apps at the bottom that I can't get rid of. And I was going to say like, oh, what does everyone keep on the bottom other than the Comedy Central app? But I think that might just be the nasty phone. All right. First world problems. This guy's got too many apps. Yeah, this this is not a flexathon. Sorry. This, is, this isn't f- Hollywood Flexbook. It's a handbook and it's for advice and it's for learning. And we want to help people. And a lot of people are out there saying, 
how do I, how do I fall in love, find romance? How do I have right. someone do a special talk about what what a uh, what a little bitch I am? Yeah. How can I get somebody to do a national special big uh, audience and then just clown on my fucking Happy Meal ass the whole time? People want to hear that. It's a dream come true for me. So the special, are we sure? Like, I, it it definitely works. You've tested, make sure it works because we don't want to direct people to it and like it's like not working or something. No, I don't know if it works or not. I don't okay. know. Do you let need me, me to check that? Let okay. me. I can check. I can see if it works. Hang on one second. I have no idea. I just typed the letter C and it auto completes comedycentral.com slash mini player slash new special today. Let me see. Okay. It is right now. It is. It's not working right now. Okay. So that's not my problem. But they'll hear this and they'll get into it. But, you know, I want to say the other side of the coin, not everyone's going to obviously get a special done about them, but somebody might be saying, how can I meet someone? I do a whole special and clown on their fucking Happy Meal ass. The whole th- and I yes. get to do it, get out in front of the audience and just destroy them. Well, he was originally in the special, mm. but he wouldn't sign his release. So we had to cut him out. That's true. Well, I wanted to save you guys money because I'm a SAG after member and I knew that if I were in it, like mm, and I'm not judging. gonna appear for I'm not gonna appear for just scale. And it was a non union comedy central. That's the situation. problem. Exactly. And then I was gonna You get can just there. say a comedy central special. You don't have to say <laughs> non union comedy central. Justine comedy Bateman special. comes down the sp- chimney. Exactly. Up, arrest your ass. She's my first call. Um, it's hmm? sorry. nothing. No, no. no Sean talk. was talking, but if you, you started wanna... talk. No, I don't want to say it. You anymore. got something to say? What? I really don't. Please leave me alone. <laughs> if you have something to say, say one word to interrupt, and then disrupt the timing of the podcast, and then back away. Okay. Hey, Roper likes it, huh? Yeah, I thought that was just a famous Chicago critic, but it's actually a famous national critic. Hmm. Richard Roper of Ebert and Roper you thought was like just a Chicago guy? Yeah. Yeah. Did you think Ebert was just a Chicago guy? I did. Hmm. But now I know. Well, Ebert likes Brittany Murphy and Roper likes me. So now I'm like Brittany Murphy, right? You must have been knocked out when the Jordan thing was airing and everyone could see it. (laughs) You were like, I thought this was a Chicago basketball player. It's like, no, we actually get, and we have access to it as well. You guys know about Obama? Don't you feel, well, I knew about him before you because I'm from Chicago. Before Hayes, I doubt it. Before me? Don't you feel special that when your city has like a thing that gets national attention and you're like, I knew first. This episode is about love. I don't have a city. I'm a citizen of the world now. Okay. You do have to be careful with Roper. I do want to. I mean, like they obviously they call him that for a reason. Stop. Yeah, because he lassoes Phillies. He does. That's mm-hmm. why they call no, him. No, he's a he's one of the most renowned Ropers of Phillies in the entire nation. <laughs> and if you get too close, he gonna rope you. So, I want to talk about love. We want okay. people to be able to the find... The show on Netflix? 
We we mm-hmm. talked about that too much. Yes. We okay. walked right into that one. The, we can't talk about that anymore. The amount we've talked about it. When's the book coming out? Hmm? The you guys wrote the uh, book about love, like a episode by episode dissection of love on Netflix. Uh yeah, um the book is coming out. Uh God, do you have the timing on this, Kevin? I mean, it's not like it is a book. It's like te- it's a Toshin. Yes. Like let's like a Toshin is not like the same thing as a book. Right. It's like a show piece, you know. You say like right. it's a book. Like it's a Toshin. We can bail on this bit and go to the love stuff if you well, want. Well, no, this this is the love stuff, but yeah, the book is coming out um uh you, next time I throw up. Will you do an episode though how you got your book cuz I'm trying to learn how to get a book? Practice. She means by how to like buy one book. No, I don't. <laughs> okay, in a little bit of a, a lover's quarrel here obviously. <laughs> um so that's part of it, having a huge fight in public. <laughs> My dream. He'll never do it with me. This. Screaming sometimes I'm match. like Sometimes I'm like, we're like out at a restaurant. I'm like, let's have a fake fight right now. Really big. Get big. Like scream at me and I'll spit on you. But it's just, he's not the right partner for that. But if either of you ever want to go out on like a casual lunch and do a fake fight, make a big scene. I won't do Please. it, but but I noticed some chemistry between yourself and <laughs> Chef Kevin earlier, and this was as we were getting set up. There was, there were sparks, and uh, uh, how old is Kevin? Twenty-seven. Oh, okay. Twenty, Kevin. <laughs> he is. He is twenty, Kevin. Dresses. That's just who he is right now. Mm-hmm. Dave, you're awfully quiet. Let's. We have to talk about love. The, we gotta get show. into it. So we have actually a little bit of a primer. A lot of people don't really know what courtship and what romance is. They just don't. They haven't experienced it for themselves, which is sad, but not uncommon. And uh, especially in our audience, I think uh, actually the majority of people would say that they don't don't know what dating, love, romance, companionship mm-hmm. are. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin, do you have? Uh, yes. The prepared sort of primer. This is from people at people on Twitter. So that's pretty reputable. It's always at people. And it's how Lin-Manuel Miranda used rap to win over his wife. In a People exclusive, actor, writer, and Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda is opening up about how he won over his wife. In high school, Lin-Manuel was a self-professed nerd. One day he noticed a stunning girl named Vanessa, but was too shy to talk to her. In fact, he was so shy that he says he may have only exchanged five words with her by the time they graduated. It would take him another seven years to finally make things official with Vanessa. And here's how he did it. In 2005, Lin-Manuel sent Vanessa a Facebook message inviting her to check out his new freestyle hip hop group, Freestyle Love Supreme. As you do. He tried to talk to her after the show. They connected, stayed in touch. But it was a few months before they saw each other again when Vanessa asked him out. I love that. You go, Vanessa. Lin-Manuel tells us it must have been his freestyle skills that impressed her, which makes sense. The thing that won Vanessa over happens to be the thing that made millions of people all over the world fall in love with him, too. Uh, So basically, that's dating. So what I would ask you guys, and this will be helpful, I think, for the audience to know is like, Dave, what was the main rap that you did that you felt really won Esther over 
And Esther, what was it about Dave's raps that made you finally ask him out? Well, okay, before we get into that, I did just okay. want to say, isn't it kind of weird that rapping is so masculine, but then when you when you rap on Broadway, it's actually kind of feminine. Wow. I oh and uh I don't really feel comfortable with this avenue of discussion. Okay. That's then well, I can just say that by myself and I'll Well, I mean, what I like about it is that it's gendered and problematic and it also There's a racial is, element too. For there's sure. a racial element and it's also not what we were talking about. So I like <laughs> I like those aspects of it. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could dive into it. <laughs> Broadway is, is very feminine. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we're probably not going to touch this. <laughs> okay. Well, we can move back to the other one, but I, that's fine. Well, And it's not even that it's like totally untouchable. It just doesn't seem 100% worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that, too. I'd agree with that. Dave, why don't you just do the rap that you did for me? I can't. I mean, I wouldn't because here's the thing. Like, you remember. So we met, at we as um, Sean and Hayes said, we met. Uh, in the green room at Hollywood Handbook, Esther was recording. Well, I don't know what episode it was, and I was like waiting to record the next one. And I was like, the "Episodes oh. just have their name in the title." So mm. Esther, right. she was so. recording the Esther episode. That's probably what it was then. I guess yeah. I believe you guys. And um, I was like, "This was like 2012 or something," and I was like, "Oh, hey." I like saw her and I was too scared. And then I sent her a Facebook message later and invited her to come see me rap in the green room at Hollywood handbook when I was recording the next time. And what I did was I was like, write down six words on different pieces of paper and then I'll pull them out of the hat and start rapping about them. Yes. And yes, I yes. think Esther, yes, you would agree that, I basically slayed and you were like, there's no way I don't want this man in my life. And so I don't remember what the pieces of paper were. Um, I do remember that I took the ones you wrote and tore them up and then just wrote words that were like good for me, like for, good for rapping. Like they all rhyme. Good for rapping. They yeah. all rhyme. When you so wore like, your shirt, remember you wore that shirt that said, I write. Mr. Right, yeah. Mr. I have a bunch yeah. of shirts that say Mr. Right on them, W-R-I-T. But they also yeah, say I write. I write. It says Mr. Right, and then underneath it that's says true. I write. And that's in yeah. quotes. And it's cool. And like I'm sure when Esther saw that, she was like, okay, who is this guy who writes? Mm-hmm. Well, I just liked that it was so embarrassing. And so that's what's hot for me is like, not hot for my name, hot for me. Um clever is when a guy is so embarrassing and is just absolutely willing to humiliate himself and rap even though he's clearly not good at it not talented not hot at it but it's like oh shame he's... is a turn on huh well no it's like oh i won't be embarrassed for you doing this so then in the future what won't you be embarrassed doing for me so you'll buy me my tampons you'll mm -hmm you know, buy me my pads, my adult diapers when necessary. Like you'll be buying me those embarrassing things later when I need them. And that's how I know, oh, you're my guy. Tampons. I remember that being one of the words. Words you had written down. Yeah. Yeah. Which 
is tough. The really the only word that rhymes with it is crampons, which you use for mountain climbing. Well, so and this is just a little tip, Hayes, because like obviously I I don't know how you're in a relationship without like the rapping skills, but like what I did was like uh like you know she wants tampons, my baby girl got her cramps on. Like you can kind of use okay, that actually does not rhyme. Well, it's a sort of a slant rhyme, like it's close enough. When he says my baby girl, it actually yeah. makes me want to, you know, the vomit emoji. It's awful. Right. <laughs> it's that. And that's where it's I'm awful. like, okay, he makes me so sick to my stomach that I want to do vomit emoji all over my house that I will be with him because yeah. he makes me sick. And you call him a pedophile at least once in the special. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he, yeah. But you know, well, it's in a her joke. defense, this was before. This was before comedians were being accused of being pedophiles, and it was. It's before pedophiles was, were bad. It was generally, right. yeah, it was a different time. It was only one of the most important things for the population at large to be accused of, and not for people specifically in the comedy in community. the comedy world. Yeah, in the comedy world. Yeah. So it's like understandable that she was doing it. It hasn't aged as well as you might think. Where at the time that it was written, obviously, like pedophiles were. Yeah, that were something very bad to be probably you know like the bottom rung of the totem pole in like uh Absolutely. Um, prison Human systems and, one of the worst and things society you can someone of yes. being. yeah yeah what do you yes. want from me i have a full face of fat in my face guys who like me are typically pedophiles am i supposed to lie am i supposed to lie no comedy comes from what's true Truth so that's yes that's a book yeah is that the book you're trying to get no. That's the one book you want to buy? No, the book I want to... I don't want to buy a book. Oh, I could just explain most of it to you. You just said we wanted. you want us to do a whole podcast to, like, for you to buy a book. No. I would like you guys, the Hollywood Handbook, to teach me how to write a book and get paid to do it. We did that once. Oh, okay. I'll listen back. We did that with BJ Novak. We wrote it on the show. Yeah. I can do a rap. Dave was mean earlier about me being able to rap. I'm not going to actually rap it, but I could say one. Okay. So I am, of course, I am married to Carrie Ann Moss. She is not married to me. It is a (laughs) new version of a relationship for 2020. Couples do not have to be Always married. Oh, the wife. Oh, because the man is married to the wife. The wife also has to be married to the man. Is this the rap? No, it's context. I'm explaining. This is the lead up to the rap. And if I could do my... Uh, sorry, I know we had an argument a little bit, and, and I want to hear Hayes's rap, but just the tampons thing. Uh-huh. Do you think this is a rhyme, Hayes? Because I know you didn't like got her cramps on. Mm-hmm. But what if I did, and just to, before I even say this line, Esther, come back. Esther. No, I'm here. Before I even say this no, line. No, you're not. I want to be clear so that no one gets upset that I am referring to to my booty. Okay. Noted. Baby girl wants her tampons. Booty big enough to camp on. Whoa. Say ons. Say camp ons. Camp ons. That's the issue. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Your booty is big enough. You're saying your booty is big enough to camp. Booty big enough to camp ons. 
I love that. So go ahead, Hazen, and, and do uh, explain your relationship. There's, it's like three or four more minutes of just sort of... I don't know. Uh, remember exactly. I'll just start from the beginning. A Rolling Stone gathers no moss. So I'd better stop rolling because I'd like to gather like a boss. I'd like to eat that moss until I have my fill. And now it's time for me to take the blue pill. Hmm. The pill is Viagra. That, more? And that's, that's what made it. her and decide I laughed to let a lot you as I was her. doing it, too. Oh, Sean added a little something. I like that. Huh? What'd you add, Sean? No, I was just saying that's the rap that made her want to let you marry her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But her, but not her. That's the rap. So, yes, that's the rap that made her want to make me mm-hmm. marry her. Yes. Interesting. So. Are we married? No. Am I married her to her? Yes. Here's my ring. Does she wear one? No. She wears a ring. It's different. How but long have you been married to her? I have been married to her on and off for... Oh. Uh, when did Revolutions come out? 2003? Wow. Oh. Uh, 2007... I, we, it has been... Uh, it has been exactly one year today. Oh, I was expecting a different answer after you. One year in terms of like complete. Oh, time. I see. I see. 365. 365 days today. Cumulative days. Yeah. Yeah. We count the off time in our we relationship. We count all the off time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We count. We include the time before we started dating too because that's off we so we, we do so can i tell you a story? so you were technically dating her when she was a baby then yeah absolutely that's the part that i'm the most into dave tell them about how we started dating in 2001 on right after september 11th tell tell us oh right okay so when i was in you were with renazizi initially oh <laughs> So when I was in eighth grade, I went to on this trip to New York with my dance teacher hmm. and it was really informative. I saw Broadway plays. I took dance class. Anyway, that's not important. What's important is that this at this time, Dave was also living in New York. So he was in um, he wasn't having a job yet. He was just out of college and he had no job and was very hmm. sad and doing sad, sad things. And I was there as an eighth grader. So we were both in the same city at the same time. And that's when we consider that we started dating because we could have walked past each other on the street and wow. eye contact. We could have. It's the first time that we theoretically could have dated. So we assumed that we did for that short period of time. Mm-hmm. You could have brushed against each other, a, an unemployed 20 year old. Yeah, this is so much yeah. like Lin Manuel and Vanessa, where like no, they weren't dating, but in a way, their relationship goes all the way back to exactly when he was a self-described nerd in high school. Mm-hmm. No, and mm-hmm. just to be clear, we also include the time before that, like back to the like dawn of time, as when we were dating, wow. mm. and all time moving forward. But in terms of like, but we say also that that 
could have been the first time that we met each other while we were dating. Right. But I actually feel like every morning when I wake up, I meet him all over again. I feel, yes, I feel the same way. And it's partially because Esther has the 51st States disease, but it's also like just because we really love each other, I think. And when I go to sleep, I forget everything I know. So I relearn it every day, like 51st States. Like you said, Mm -hmm. I want to let you guys talk. Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. We were supposed to be doing raps. Well, we were going to do some more raps. Obviously, I've talked a little bit about my wife, who I love, um, who I am currently uh, not living with. She's living with another gentleman, (laughs) not myself. Um, but I still see her all the time uh, because I do pull my big ass pickup onto the front lawn of her house and I shine brights and I drink about 500 beers and uh, and I throw them at the porch and uh, sometimes I fall asleep on the horn and it doesn't wake me up. Uh, so I do still see her and she's really actually honestly... Um, as cool and beautiful as ever. But the rap that I initially won her over with was, you know, I was in a advantageous position similar to Hayes where he noticed that Moss like is a thing as well as. Oh, like the last name of the girl. Yeah. So with Stephanie Graff. So yeah, actually Dave, I just want to say my wife is a woman. Okay. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, and mine too. And I said, and and so I thought like graph like there's like math stuff and I was, uh-huh, and I, went, uh-huh. I was like okay like um but it's dating and I went I'm I'm with graph at the bar and and you could check the charts staying sharp and on target like we're throwing right. some darts is this <laughs> like the rap or is like this, the, this like is the rap this is the rap okay like Cupid with his arrow when he shoot my heart. Okay. And uh and uh and and other and other parts. Whoa. Okay. Cupid shot other parts of in this case Cupid shot a lot of different of Sean's parts. Right. Mm-hmm. When you guys air this, are you good? Is Kevin going to lay down like a sick beat underneath these wraps or? Well, they'll not, probably just lay down. Probably not the ones that you interrupted in the middle of them. Okay. That's smart. That probably that, messed yeah. up the beat a little bit. Yeah. I love that he was so nasty, but then when the nastiness came for me, I no longer wanted to be a part of it. When some guests are here, do you like them that they're there? The guests, which ones? Who are you thinking of? Just any that you might, they might help it instead of hurt it. Guess that we like. Kevin, you probably got the list. Kevin's kind of the in-house historian. Um, What guess did you like, Kevin? Little trivia. Any guess that were good? Weird Al helped it. Okay. Yeah, helped. helped. And also offered us... um, uh, tickets, tickets to his show afterwards. That was really nice. Free tickets. Did you guys go? Yeah. yeah hell yes, King. Okay. We That's have cool. free tickets for you. Whoa. To what? 
to Dave's rap battle, the a yard pandemic friendly rap battle mm. against Kevin for my love. <laughs> wow. I'm a little nervous about it, but I think that's going to like give it an extra sort of charge for people who come and watch it. Yeah. Because the stakes are quite frankly high. Like I'm learning every minute just how high they are. And so I think it's like I'm going to be very motivated to win, but I'm also pretty bad at rapping. The idea of reminding of of uh, you meeting each other anew every day is reminding me so much of Palm Springs, and that reminds me: when do you all plan on announcing that you have seen it and that you liked it? Mm. So I missed the first wave. Okay, so it's a good question. So like, I didn't get a screener for it. So obviously, mm-hmm. I was out. I couldn't do the tweets that were like, "Hey, I got to see this, and it's amazing." Like, yeah, and then right. I thought about trying to get in like the very first wave opening weekend and be like night of hits hulu you're watching boom everybody check this out i'm exactly. on to the new hotness like that's cool but you missed that i missed that and i did watch it opening weekend and i did really enjoy it but obviously that's not relevant like the question is when do you get when do you fucking say it man when you get credit for that so i have a i like obviously i've been thinking about it and my latest thought which is a little crazy is like wait till award season and be like hey like do people like we always talk about how comedies are overlooked let's Mm -hmm. be real like andy and Kristen gave like phenomenal performances. Why aren't they in the conversation? And I agree with all that. Like that, like that is a cool time to jump in. But obviously, you guys know my take. Well, just tell the audience so that they're reminded. That's what the podcast is for. Should have been called Joshua Tree. And it's a hot take. It's blazing hot. That is because they don't go to Joshua Tree in the movie. The movie. I I love watching it. But when I think about the title, I go, let's call this baby Joshua Tree. Right. Because it's in because it's close to Joshua Tree, but in Palm Springs, and because there's none of the music from that seminal the album. Famous the album. Joshua mm-hmm. Tree. Yeah. Esther, when are you gonna announce? Dave, why don't you tell them what my announcement plan what, what I did? Well, Esther went a different way, which is she hadn't seen it but announced anyway that she liked it. On Instagram, ah. it was sort of like so that was I had clever... to though. That was yeah. I had to. I know that the producers produced mm-hmm. my show, so that's what you do. You don't watch my show. and you stamp of approve. Can we get the exact language? I believe I said this is a great poster and a great movie, something like that, and then tagged all the appropriates. Okay, I think mm-hmm. you were kind of subtly indicating that you hadn't seen it by that the poster the was your favorite part of it to the poster first oh sometimes we don't even know what we're yeah. telling people wh- with our actions mm-hmm. it's ner- ler- neurolinguistic didn't you love the poster i did love i loved yeah. all of it i yeah movie was really fun so for people who have seen the movie People do tend to think about the movie more than the poster once you've seen the movie. And, and not everybody. Well, not everyone. But again, like it's hard when you haven't seen the movie but only seen the poster to kind of like compare the two. Because there's a What's little hard more... about it. 
what's hard about it. I don't well, understand. you have to see the movie. Sure. I mean, you wouldn't understand. You haven't seen the movie, but you still said okay. it was great. Dave, here's something. No, 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 no. Dave, here's something that you no, don't get. No, we are get. not doing this, Dave. Dave, we are not doing this. I work in Hollywood. Okay. So when a movie comes out, it does not matter what I think about it. Do you understand? So why do I watch it? I don't. I just tell people that it was good because I want to work with the people who made the movie. I don't need to watch it. I don't need to have an opinion. I just need to let the world know that I liked it. I only need to know one thing about people who made a movie. And that's that they made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Esther, I think, so this is instructive actually, because I totally agree with you. And I wasn't, didn't mean to imply at all that you should even see the movie um, before commenting on it. But my point was, and I think Sean and Hayes were getting to this. If you're going to talk, like talking about the poster instead of just the blatant lie of I saw Palm Springs and I loved it. It's amazing. Everyone see it almost suggests that you hadn't seen the movie when that was not your intention. Your intention was to just full on lie about having seen it, which I fully support. And it's almost like you pulled your punch a little. So in the future, and I'll help you in the future. It's something we can work on together. Um, there's probably like some other comedies coming down the pipe that are going to be important for this us. This is to... almost kind of a wrap, what Dave's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Esther's turned on just listening to me um, disagree with her and point out the ways in which she's misunderstanding things. Well, you're, you're wrong because, look, did you ever see that thing, um, that show on HBO, where the guy at the end, he goes, I killed them all, of course. I didn't see it, but it was great. See how I did that? <laughs> the jinx, yes. We're talking about the jinx. Uh-huh. Same, I, I was going to say it at the same time. Did you not watch that together? I think we did. We, we did. And my point is that What'd he killed them all. Right. I was asking everybody. Oh. He killed oh, them all. For me? Did you see it, Sean? Yeah. Do we all agree, by the way, that the pandemic and the Zoom setups has been such a blessing for comedy in terms of timing and in terms of getting everyone, like, instead of, like, being in the same room and breathing down each other's necks, there's that, like, little split-second pause there's where you're talking over each other. There's this great space where, um, yeah, you, you talk and then someone else starts to talk, so you stop, but then they give you room. It's that sort of, like, awkwardness and discomfort and the sound of like Esther going through papers right now, which I, which is like also throwing <laughs> us off all of that together. It's like, we're going to look back on this. When we start working in actual room, like writer's rooms again and stuff, we're going to be like, why aren't we just zooming? It was, it why had that, zooming? like it had me on edge all the time. I, I never mm -hmm. knew when to jump in and when to make a joke and when to not. Can I pitch something for the Instagram post? It's not my show, but sure, yeah. Esther, are you here? Okay, she's back. Okay, what if you do like a mashup post of two movies and it's like Palm Spring Breakers? <gasps> and so it kind of implies that you've seen it, but it's also like an amazing joke. I just want to be clear. I have a bit about that already, and so I don't want you to think I stole it from you. I feel like I should just get out of the way and let Esther and Kevin live their lives together. That was magic, man. I mean, Jesus. Shit. Kevin's about to rap and you can just feel it. And that's really the the sort of like when the male peacock spreads his plumage. Yes.
But their vibe, I wonder if it is a result of kind of the fluidity of the Zoom format. It has to be. That if you two had met over Zoom, you might have this kind of connection, mm-hmm. but you won't have that opportunity of it because you met in New York when she was 14. Yeah. Um, the I think the summer of 9-11, is that what, what Esther said? <laughs> the fall. The fall. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, those are heady days. Eighth grade, I want to. I, I think is um more like thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Hmm. Oh well, maybe there's something. Maybe there's a mashup, and here I'm just grasping at straws and trying to be like Kevin, so that Esther will like me. But maybe there's a mashup of the movie Eighth Grade and the Oliver Stone Nine Eleven movie that Esther could do about her personal life. World Grade Center. World Grade Center. Esther, do you like me? No, <laughs> no. Maybe it's cool. the, this is this is not as good, but it's maybe it's why is six afraid of seven because eighth grade nine eleven. <laughs> that can be cute children's book. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, the special is still not working. It says the uh... the, the file is corrupted. <laughs> file sick that's bad it's not like it's not like the stream or something it's like the actual file oh did oh my corrupt- god did that's you really do something bad. to the file of your special i mean i made that maybe my stand-up is so good it's corrupt the file i don't know mm. seems unlikely that's really bad well comedy central isn't really a network anymore so that it, it's kind of it's kind of unclear for everybody how to find it. People keep calling it a Netflix special. So mm. And it's not, right? No, it's not. Netflix passed. It's kind of like a geocache thing. Is that what it is? Where like you're trying to get people like it's a missed like if you can find the special, then you're like one of the lucky Correct. ones. Yeah. I think that's smart. Are you guys getting Correct. reimbursed for Comedy Central defrauding you? What does defraud mean? I got an email the other day that said that they were gonna give me a little money because they didn't pay me enough. And they really? got sued, and now they have to pay me. Someone sued them on my behalf. That's true. For what? For what show? They didn't say. Wow. Could have been Nick Swartzen's pretend time. Could mm-hmm. have been Big Lake. Right. We don't know. Mm. Wow. Oh, I hadn't heard about this. And so that's a little something that happened to me. No one asked me what was going on with me, but it's just I was not CC'd. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's so that is clever and fun. <laughs> Comedy Central. So Kevin, you do a rap and then we can go. Kevin, wrap okay. it out, man. I wrap the first one hundred digits of pi. <laughs> three point one four five one zero zero three nine one three four seven six nine one hundred two three four five. Hundred. Hundred? One hundred is one of them. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's one zero zero, and that's kind of my spin on it. Damn, he's kind of like you guys, you know, Mike Kaplan. Yeah, sure. Uh, yes, that's yeah. I know you do, Kevin. Do y'all like listen to Hard and Firm with Chris with Hardwick? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I don't know that guy's name. I I know the other one, but you're a firm guy. Hmm. And are you guys cool with Esther eating during the podcast, or how do we feel? About it's better than what are you it's eating? better than leaving to uh, file paperwork. 
Esther, what are you eating? Is that banana bread? I've decided that I've been too annoying and I'm not going to talk anymore. Kiddo. So I'm going to eat and watch. Hey, hey, hey. Nobody thinks you're annoying, What? but you seem uncomfortable on the show and you're so scared of the show and the show is just here to be friends with you. We all want to laugh and have fun and everyone just... It's a normal podcast where you get on, you pretend that your relationship is not what it actually is. People make fun of you and then you're forced to do a rap on the spot. It's not like it's, I don't understand what is so nerve wracking about that. And then also people hear it and then make jokes about it to you on social media. Uh Uh-huh. About your personal relationship. For sometimes years. And they misunderstand elements of it. Like what's not to love about that? That's what we're saying. Why wouldn't you put yourself in that spot? I, Esther's just playing hard to get right now, and I know this Esther. And it reminds me of like when we first started dating, and I probably had to rap three or four thousand times before <laughs> she would like actually agree to go out on a date with me. Well, she asked you out. We actually saw. She it. asked me out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, you go, Vanessa. But when you follow the Lin Manuel method, it will work. You will break them down eventually. 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Miranda writes. You, yeah. Miranda W-R-I-T-E-S. writes. W-R-I-T-E-S. Well, wow. it's, first you have to study the Lynn manual and then you get your Miranda <laughs> writes. Esther, what's the most expensive way people can watch your show? Yeah. The most expensive way might be a purchase on iTunes or Amazon. And the least expensive is wait for August 2nd. It'll be in front of the paywall. On what? On the Comedy Central app? On YouTube? No, 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 not YouTube. Unless you have YouTube TV, but that's... Ex- Sean was saying earlier, that's not something that he is able to do. I don't know. I can't see it. Comedy Central app I'm allowed to have. No South Park, no Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead is MTV, I thought. Uh, well, or Viacom. You said earlier that um, Comedy Central is not even a network, but I just got to ask then how come they're doing two new seasons of Beavis and Butthead, and I'm actually not even supposed to be saying the name of that show. My special is like a really pretty girl, right? Like when you want a pretty girl, you can't just be like, hey, do you want a burger? You got to fucking rap 3,000 times. So that's my special. It's hard to get. You don't, you have to earn my special. You can't just watch it. Can you tell us a line that maybe Dave doesn't even remember that he rapped to you that actually made you like believe, whoa, this dude is actually my gladiator. Absolutely. My name is Dave and I have sleep apnea and arthritis. And I'm, my name is Dave. My name is Dave and I have sleep apnea. I'm uh, so tired, but I'm still going to rap. Rap for you. For you. Yeah. <laughs> that really was the one where I like, I saw her smile for the first time. And she was exhausted from listening to me but i saw just like the hint of a smile and i was like i am in and then i just started then i just researched kevin's life and just started rapping facts about him and pretending that i was kevin and yep. was like smooth sailing kevin an unknowing cyrano in this uh beautiful yeah. romance um kevin is from naperville see papa the rapper get a room kevin's from naperville jesus Unfortunately, I I did watch uh, Esther's special last night, and it has actually made it hard for me to do the show 
in some ways, and maybe you feel that a little bit, that it has felt a little stilted because she says right up top in the special that she does not like the word horny, but so often what we're discussing on this program yeah. is horniness. Mm. You can feel us kind of. And also, actually, that word, Esther, is like the reason all of us are alive. So before you don't. <laughs> You're you made don't of like horny it. energy. It doesn't need to be that word to describe it. Okay, well, it's working pretty well so far. So, Yeah, you're going to argue with 7 billion people in the world? It could work better. Got us this far. Everything could be better. That's kind of the message of the special, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Everything of the special could be better, but I didn't <laughs> want to have it be that. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> Hollywood.